הרי למי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים אמיתים שתוכנו לכל הצדיקים אמיתים שוכנה עפה הקדוש משה בארץ המה. הוא יבחר רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודונם נחנו ועמקו חוכמה רבנו נחנו נפגי בן שמחה. נא נח נחמה נחנו אומן זכותו דגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם we continue where we left off. שיחות הר"ן סעיף רח conversation 208. It's continuing on the subject of what we talked about in, uh, in lesson 207. which discusses how Rabbeinu's words sometimes don't um, have an effect on a person until much later. This is similar to this, just a little bit different. Uh, let's see what Rabbeinu says. Amar, Rabbeinu said, Yesh kama dvarim shani omer le'ezi adam. There are several things that I can tell a person, that I say to someone. Ba'adayin eno sim pe'uratam, and they yet do not do their, they do not have their effect. Those words do not affect a person. Rak shemit galganim advarim me'adam zeh, le'adam acher, Those words actually, they just roll over from this man to the next man, and from that person to the next one, to his friend, and then from friend to friend, until they roll over, those words roll over, and they pass from one person to the next, and they arrive at a certain person. And they penetrate deeply this person's heart. They enter the person's heart with great depth. And over there, by that person, those words will have their effect and they will, um, they will um, change the person completely and they will awaken him. But only in that person because those were the, that's the place where the words were meant to go. So Rabbeinu explains it a little bit differently than Seif Zayn, saying that sometimes you can have words which will only affect the person much later, which Rabbeinu says is evident. But... which is uh, automatic, that they will, uh, whenever you're ready, they will, they will awaken you. Um, but sometimes those words were meant for someone else, and they pass from you to the next, to the next, to the next, until they arrive at that person, and that's where they do their job. Seif Reshtet, Conversation 209. Amar, says, All his teachings and all his conversations, are not only for us, he was telling his students, they aren't only for you guys. They are for those that are here, present right now, and those who are not here. Then look in Rashi's commentary that he explains over there on the verse, in Dvarim chapter 29, verse 14, on that verse, those who are here and those who are not here, What did Rashi say? What does it mean? Those who are not here. Meaning even those generations which are to come in the future. They have then understand as well. As Rabbeinu already said in Sikhot Laran that all his words apply to the past, the present, the future. The time of Mashiach, Tchiat Anatim and Olam Abba, we know. And there were several times that we spoke with Rabbeinu about the subject. And Rabbeinu hinted to us, he gestured to us with his words um, to, uh, to let us know, to make it known to the, or sorry, to inform the future generation, the generations to come of all the acts, the great acts that God did with us, all the great kindness, uh, acts of kindness that God did with us. Rabbeinu said, you have to tell this over to the future. You have to tell this over to your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, to your friends, to everyone. And one time Rabbeinu explicitly said, 
גם לבניכם תודיעו את כל התורות והשיחות הנפלאות והנוראות והמעשיות. וכיוצא בהם אשר גילה לנו. Also to your children you shall make it known to them all the teachings, all the, con- the wonderful conversations, all the awesome and wondrous stories, etc. that I reveal to you guys. ואמר אז, רבנו סל, at that time, זה הפסוק, this verse. בהתלהבות גדול כגח על האש, he said it with great passion, like fiery coals. Like fiery coals emerging from his mouth. He said the verse, ועודתם לבניך ולבני בניך. As brother in Sefer Dvarim, chapter 4, verse 9. ועודתם לבניך, you shall make it known to your children, ולבני בניך, to the children of your children. Your grandchildren. ואמר בזו הלשון, רבנו סל, אין ידש, הירא, What does that mean? Your children should be told what was done here. Make it known to your children what, was, what, what happened here. And the Rabbanu said this with trembling and emotion. With awesome fire. He said the verse with fire. You shall make it known and inform your children and your grandchildren. And he said, No one, you have, you have to know and you have to believe. Look at this line. If it's possible to bring one out from the mire, from the bog, from the mud. It is also true that for one who holds on to the man who is being taken out, that they will take him out too as well. That one who is in the mud as well, if another person is about to be taken out from the mud, as long as you hold his hand, you too will be taken out. This seems to be saying that Rabbeinu says, With, his, with regards to students, for Rabbeinu makes the promise with the students. Rabbeinu is saying, attach yourself to the students even. Rabbeinu writes in Chaim Oran, he teaches us that, um, that not only um, Rabbeinu wants us to become, Rabbeinu says that not only do I want you guys to become tzaddik, but that's not enough for me. I want you guys to become tzaddikim gmurim, complete tzaddikim, to get rid of all our ta'avot, to get rid of all our desires, to become very special and a holy, righteous individual. Rabbeinu says, just hold on to yourselves tight. Rabbeinu says, as long as you hold on to one of my anashim, one of my men, you can become a tzaddik gamur. Because uh, the students of Rabbeinu have the ability to, to clarify the shekha from the Yemen. They have the ability to instill within each and every individual the light of the tzaddik. Rabbeinu teaches us in Chaim Moran, in, sorry, in Nikutim Moran, teaches us that sometimes the tzaddik is like, we know the tzaddik is like the sun. It's impossible to look directly at the sun. You cannot understand the tzaddik. So you need a student which represents the moon. And from the moon you can come and picture the tzaddik. Rabban was saying it's like a, it's like a, a stamp. Um, or like a seal. The seal, whenever you, whenever you print an image on a seal, it's actually printed backwards. The writing, for example, of a seal or a stamp is actually backwards on the stamp. So that whenever you put it on the paper, it appears forward. Now it appears in the proper order. So instead of being written... Um, like uh, if you were to talk about the word eat, for example, E-A-T, it would be written on the stamp uh, T-A-E or, ba- or uh, what do you call it, flip upside down, so that what, it, whenever it's printed, whenever you stamp it on the paper, it is um, properly uh, formatted. It's in the proper order of E-A-T, eat. So Rabbanu says the same thing is true. That Sadiq, you, you do not have a grasp, he's the seal, but when you put it on the paper, which is the Talmud, then you can have a grasp, you can see the Sadiq. So Rabbeinu says, look at the students and then you'll be, have, an, you have an understanding and an imagery of the tzaddik. You'll be able to attach yourself to the tzaddik. So the main thing is that we do not understand the, the greatness of the tzaddik. You cannot perceive the tzaddik. He's way above our comprehension. So what do we do? We attach ourselves to the students. Um, the same way 
that if you want to understand Likutei Moran, you have to study Likutei Lachot. There's no way around it. So this is true, and that we should have the Be'ezrat Hashem, Bishud Rabenu Hakadosh. We should have the merit to study Likutei Lachot, Likutei Moran. All Sifrei Rabenu and Rabbi Nathan and all the students that uh, give us the ability to understand the Tzadik um, for Be'emet. Um, Rabbeinu says nobody understood me even a little bit. Rabbi Nathan says he said about Rabbi Nathan and Rabbi Nathan that they understood me just a little bit. So that we should have the merit to attach ourselves to tzaddikim like Rabbi Nathan and Rabbi Nathali um, by studying the works of Rabbi Nathan and all the things that are very important to, to pick up. Okay, Seif Rashid, last Seif for today. Amar, Rabbeinu said, "Kol ma sheu tzarich laasot barabim kashelo." מאוד מאוד, וצריך שיהיה לו מסירת נפש ממש על זה. רבי נתן קולינג רבנו here saying that, he heard רבנו say that everything that he needs to do in public, for the public, for the many, for the congregation, was very, very difficult for him. And he needed to sacrifice his soul literally to do it, to accomplish it. רבנו is going to give an example. וסיפר, he told us something. שקודם הקידוש, כשרוצה להתחיל תיבה הראשונה של הקידוש, נדמה לו שתצא נפשם ממש. רבנו says that, before he says even the Kiddush, before he sanctifies the Shabbat, and, and, and he does it on the glass of wine, when he wants to start the first word of Yom HaShishi, he's not able to even utter that word. He has to stay there groaning and sighing. As is brought down the imagery of this. Rabbi Nathan says we would stay there for sometimes hours on end just to listen to him. Um, sighing because he could not utter the first word. And it was a sight to see. Says you, the students were shocked. They were in awe. That uh, Rabenu would have a very great difficulty uttering the first word of the Kiddush um, because it seemed to him if, uh, it was, he felt as if his soul was about to leave his body. The same was true before he began to teach over a lesson. When Rabenu wanted to begin and teach the lesson, say the first word, he felt as if as he felt that when he were to utter the first word, as if he that uh, when he was about to utter the first word, his soul was going to leave him. What does it say in Yiddish? When I'm ready to express the first words, I feel them expiring. That's what Rabbeinu says. That when he's ready to express the first word of a Torah or the Kiddush, he feels as if he's about to leave this world. And I put that Yiddish, but nonetheless, the Kabbalah is there. And Rabbeinu would not pray before the congregation, he would not be the chazan, not once. The first time he did this was actually on his mother's, outside his mother's, uh, the day she passed away, the memorial, the day she passed away. Um, the, sorry, the, the anniversary of her, of, her, of her death. And that was the first time he, was, uh, he did a uh, chazan. Rabbeinu didn't do anything in the public eye. He, the only thing he did was Kiddush and Torah. Other than that, he, he didn't, uh, <clears throat> he didn't uh, read the Torah, he didn't read the Megillah. He did nothing like this. And even the other things which the Rabbanim would do, the Hasidim would do, the great uh, Admorim would do, the great uh, leaders of their, Hasid, uh, of their Hasidut would do, like uh, announce the blows of the Shofar, on uh, the high holidays, like Rosh Hashanah, um, even that he would not do. Rak kiddush is mirot al shulchanon b'shabbat kodesh. The only thing he would do was the kiddush. 
the Zmirot on his table of Shabbat. On a Shabbat table, he would sing songs. Of course, the giving over of Torah lesson. Even this was extremely difficult and heavy upon him, as we discussed above. And even when Rabbeinu wanted to say Kaddish for his mother, on the day of her Yachtzeit, on, on the anniversary of her passing, it was very difficult for her. I think Fega passed away in the year 1801, around March. Um, it's funny, it's, it's, I was just reading earlier that um, there's no mention of Rabbeinu ever, not anywhere, there's a mention that Rabbeinu ever said Kaddish for his father, Rab Simcha. I think there's a, an oral tradition, if I'm not mistaken, that Rabbeinu's father outlived him. It comes to show you that Mamash Rabbeinu was very young when he passed away. It's a, it's, a, it's a gift that we even got that much out of him. As Rabbi Nathan says, that if, if uh, Rabbi Shimon if Rabbi, Abba was, if Rabbi Abba, the student of Rabbi Shimon who wrote down all the Zohar, if Rabbi Abba received from Rabbi Shimon the Zohar, Kadosh, the Zohar, Chadash, Tikkun, Zohar, that's what he received, then we received far much more. We received far more than Rabbi Shimon uh, gave to his, t- to his students. So, imagine what we're talking about here. That Rabbeinu accomplished it in 38 years is something beyond, uh, beyond words. It's, it's impossible to describe. Happy are we, happy is our portion. That's it for today. Um, we'll continue next episode with Seif Eshud Aleph.